Good afternoon, it's 12 o'clock and welcome to this Friday edition of the MoneyWeb at Midday Show. My name is Rijk van Ikerk and looking at the screen, it's a pretty red day on local and international markets. Uh, there are very few green lines on my screen and this follows some uh, continued turmoil in emerging markets as well as some sell-offs on the US markets last night. The rand is also under pressure currently at around 14.70 against the US dollar. Uh, and the pressure on the JSC also probably flows from NASPAS, which is trading down 1.5%. And that is after Tencent posted a 5% drop in Hong Kong this morning. On the corporate front, Old Mutual reported results. And on the face of it, it looks pretty decent. There's an, a nice special dividend for shareholders. Bell Equipment also reported in terms, and I'll speak to Leon Gussen, the company's CEO, in a minute. And I'll also speak to Pietri Redlingeis of Herenia Capital about the markets and other news. But first, let's look at the indicators. The JSC All Share down 0.15% and is standing at 58,713 points. Resources down 0.26%. Industrials down 0.6%. Financials down, uh, no, financials up half a percent, while gold shares are up 2.7%. Let's look at international markets. FTSE 100 down 0.37%. The DAX down nearly 1%. The CAC 40 down 0.9%. Uh, And then earlier in Southeast Asia, the Nikkei down uh, 0.06, Shanghai nearly half a percent, and Hang Seng down 1.2 percent, that mostly due to the decline in Tencent. Let's uh, look at some international market, well, at shares that are doing well. Sabanya Gold up 5.4. MTN is bouncing back after yesterday's 20 percent drop, currently uh, 3.8 percent higher. Supergroup 3.7. Anglo Gold also 3 percent higher. Willys uh, and Bitvest and Barlow World has gained around 2.4%, and uh, Tiger Brands also trading 2.2% higher. On the downside, AB InBev down 2.7, South 32 down 2.5, Italtal has lost 2.2, Naspas down 2% now, Richmond uh, down 1.8%. Some big guns are performing uh, poorly today. Let's look at uh, the currencies. The rand is trading at 14.68 against the dollar, 19 rand and 9 cents against the pound, 7.13 against the euro. The euro is trading at $1.16 against the dollar, um, uh, the pound at $1.30 and uh, Bitcoin standing at $6,959, that is down slightly, or 102,602 rand. Gold is trading at $1,206. Platinum at $797, Brent crude at $77.31 a barrel, and the R186 is standing at 9.03%. On the line, Pietri Redlingeis of Herenia Capital. Uh, Pietri, this volatility is continuing, and it's all uh, it's an emerging market story, and South Africa is just being... Uh, you know, dr- <laughs> being uh, hit quite hard um, without our undoing. Yeah, good uh, Good afternoon. Sorry, you catch at a really, really insane time. Just about three minutes ago, uh, Steiner put out a trading statement uh, saying that they have unaudited results available on their website for June uh, 2018, um, for the nine months leading to 30 June 2018. So there's quite a bit of uh, activity happening here. So if I sound a little distracted, um, it's because Steiner is going a little crazy. Um, what is happening the then? Uh, it's actually coming down. It's dropped around ten cents. Um, well, it's, it's just really volatile at the moment. It's up three point 
1.7% at the moment. It looks to be breaking lower. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, we shall see what the what the outcome is here. Mm, have you looked at the um, results? Uh, not as of yet. I haven't had the opportunity to look at that as of yet. Mm. The market is um, is really very volatile at, around it at the moment. Sorry that I'm so yeah. shattery. I'm uh, just kind of focused here. Um, in any case, yeah, so a strange day. We are seeing MTN pair back a little bit. Um, so I suppose that is good news. Um, and uh, Tencent really coming under quite a bit of pressure uh, in the U in the Chinese session. This is on the back of Chinese regulators sort of putting a ban or putting a freeze on the um, approval of new games and so on. And they're trying to regulate that market. There's not really a lot of regulation around the um, gaming industry as such. And I think China's uh, government is the first to try and regulate that space quite uh, significantly. So it's an interesting time for um, for uh, you know gaming companies as such, and this of course has created a bit of chaos on uh, Nasdaq. Now we saw Nasdaq trading down yesterday around two and a half percent for by uh, by the end of the day, but you know come the close it was down six percent as the news broke. So um, we saw some of that spilling over into Tencent, uh, you know, in the early hours of this morning or in the Chinese session. And that, of course, creating a bit of havoc for our market today. So a lot of our downward momentum, I think, is really on the back of um, sort of the big heavyweight Nasdaq uh, and MTN bouncing back a little bit. But if you look at stuff like the banks and so on, they're actually performing relatively well. Um, there's quite a lot of buying in the locals uh, as such and some of the gold counters as well. And I think that on the back of the just a weaker rand. Uh, locals is a bit of a head scratcher because we have actually had... Um, you know, a bit of a mixed performance over the last few days. The rand is significantly weaker, and there's quite a bit of buying uh, in the, the likes of the banks and so on. Um, so I think most of the index performance, at least, really just centered around Nasdaq's poor performance uh, on the day. Yeah. Well, Mutual reported results uh, interims. Um, revenue from continuing operations grew by 13% to nearly 40 billion rand. Net profit rose by 42% to 14 billion rand. Uh, and there's a dividend of 45 cents, an interim dividend of 45 cents, and a special divvy of one rand. Um, what did you make of the, the results? Yeah, so actually, I mean, like you said earlier, it's not a bad-looking set of results. The special divvy is obviously something that uh, that the market would enjoy, but the stock is not performing too well. It is down uh, around 1.3%, and I'm not 100% sure what that is. I think that, uh, you know, I haven't seen any uh, expectations around the um, the results as such. So for, from what I've seen, uh, most of the market thinking that it's a good set of results. However, Judging by the market price, um, it seems as though there is a little bit of disappointment considering that it is down about 1.3%. And of course, uh, they are saying that the unbundling is on track um, of the uh, the Medbank shares and so on. So I think that this is the value unlock strategy that they've uh, been targeting or been going for over the last couple of uh, last couple of months with the unbundling of the stock and everything seems to be on track. I'm a bit surprised that it's down, to tell you the truth. Um, I think it's a bit of a hangover of the crazy day we had yesterday because we truly did have a crazy day yesterday with the amount of volume that went through first the MTN news, then the then the ten cent news, uh, and Nasdaq getting hurt. So I think the market is feeling a little bit sort of risk off today, um, and there's not really too much activity. Um, I mean, decent volumes, I suppose, are trading. We've done around eight billion rand uh, for the day, but the majority of that is, of course, being concentrated in Nasdaq uh, as well as MTN. 
Um, so I think that we, um, you know, that the market's just a little on the jittery side. Yeah, but um, when when last when did we see the rest of it? When last did we see companies being valued according to their earnings? You know, um, well, <laughs> this is actually a good question. Um, you know, the the earnings price. You know, there's a saying that says there's no such thing as cheap or expensive. So earnings doesn't actually matter. What matters is what the market expects. Um, and if the market expected a bigger special divvy, for example, um, then it's disappointed and thus the share price comes down. So what that expectation was, I haven't actually seen. Everything that I've seen around it this morning was, hey, it's a good set of results. Um, and yet there's selling pressure on it, which is a bit confusing. Yeah, I'm desperately uh, going through the Steinoff results um, and it's in, and they give a total group revenue number of 12.9 billion rand, up 2%. Um, and uh, no, that is euro, 12.9 um, billion euro, which is a, a massive number. Um, the share price hasn't reacted that significantly, 3.17% higher at 2.93, but it's had a good week. Um, do you think yeah, these results mean anything? It is now at it's, uh, I mean, it's traded up just above three rand and all the way down to two rand eighty. So it has actually gone ballistic. <laughs> the truth, it's had a three percent price swing uh, in just the time that we've spoken in the last sort of four minutes. Um, so I don't, I don't know what happens from here. Uh, to tell you the truth, it seems as though there's a little bit of selling pressure, but I don't quite know how to call it. To tell you the truth. Um, I think it's good news that it's unaudited results. We, I think, are really more focused on the uh, historic results that we're waiting and anticipating at the end of December. Um, I haven't yet had a look at the results, but from what you say, it doesn't seem to be too bad, right? Um, well, I think uh, the most important thing at this point, though, is what has happened in the past more than what is happening right now, which is a strange thing. Um, because usually the market doesn't really care about the history so much. But in this case, I think we are the fate of the company is going to be decided by what the forensic audits uh, and historic numbers are rather than what um, you know the current numbers are. Yeah, we need some audited numbers and that PwC report. Just lastly, uh, S&P um, published a report yesterday saying that South Africa's sovereign credit rating uh, is unlikely to be downgraded even you know further into sub-investment grade. I would imagine if we see any downgrades, the reaction, the market reaction, will be absolutely pronounced. Yeah, I think that you're that you're right. Um, we've dodged this downgrade bullet a number of times though, and um, you know we've now almost forgotten about it, if I can say it that way. But uh, it doesn't mean that it is no longer a risk. Um, so a downgrade would be absolutely catastrophic. At this stage, I suppose, we haven't really been talking about it. We've been talking about land expropriation. We've been talking about uh, trade wars. We've been talking about a whole bunch of other things rather than our uh, our ratings risk because we've managed to dodge that bullet so many times that it sort of slips the, um, you know, slips from, your, from the most recent uh, memory. So I think... You know, as you, if you are, you are quite correct in saying that if we do get downgraded, it could be potentially catastrophic for our currency. It could be catastrophic for our interest rates um, and our economy at large. But you know, we don't know exactly what the things are that they are looking at from a economic perspective. I think we are holding mostly stable. Uh, we have inflation under control. Uh, we are obviously struggling with um, you know unemployment, which is not something new to them. 
uh, or new to the ratings agencies at all because this is something that we know has been coming for a long time. The only real geopolitical risk that we have at the moment is the impact of a perhaps badly executed land expropriation plan. If we manage to do that correctly or manage to do it in such a way that it does not cause any economic damage, um, then I think we're in a good space. Uh, if, of course, uh, this is that uncertainty is something that they take into consideration, that puts us at risk of a downgrade. However, I do think that we'll probably just get further warnings um, about how we uh, should not, um, you know, further sort of warnings that, listen, South Africa, if you continue to make good decisions, we will downgrade you, but for now yeah. you are on downgrade watch. But I think we'll be downgraded. I think we'll just get another stern talking to you. Well, I, I think we're getting GDP numbers next week, and that will indeed be interesting, but that's unfortunately uh, all we have time for for you, Petri. Thank you, Petri. That was Petri Rilangais of Herinia Capital.